0: Let's join our hearts together in prayer. God, it's good to be in your house today. And we're grateful that you have made your home in our hearts today through Jesus. Help us to remain steadfast. Free us from those distractions that are pulling us away. That we might have all the good things that you really want us to have. Love. Peace, joy, power, grace, mercy. Guide us. Help us to always be at home in You. Now, and even more so in Your glory. Amen. Well, our theme uh, for the month is, as you know, homecoming. Uh, homecoming's a cool sort of thing. Uh, some of you, it's been a couple of years since you were in high school. You remember what homecoming was like. Uh, dances and floats and football games and an exciting time to see people back together. And so in the church, we're focusing on homecoming that we would have our home in Christ that we'd come back home uh, not stray or wander away we've been having some neat activities we had a gr- great day yesterday in spite of the rain we had uh, kind of a field day sort of thing uh, we've got a stuff the bus food drive going on as part of our homecoming and uh, we want to think about today about about being home in Christ uh, what's what's the saddest song you know. When you think about sad songs, what's the saddest song you know? You know this song, don't you? The cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon, the little boy blue and the man in the moon. When you are coming home, Dad, I don't know when, but we'll get together then, son. You know we'll have a good time then. Don't you hate that song? <laughs> it's so sad. You know, the, the boy is home alone. And dad is out all distracted. And then it ends up even sadder yet, because at the end, the dad is wanting to be with the son, and now the son's got all these things going on, and dad's left home alone. Do you know what it feels like to be home alone? That's hard. You know, uh, to be all by yourself, You know, maybe you have different periods of life like that. Maybe you're single. Single can be hard. It can be hard to be single. A divorced or widowed, it can be hard to be all alone. Some of you, the kids are up and they've all graduated. Now you're rattling around in that big old house all by yourself and you feel a little home alone. Or uh, for the kids... You know that time when finally mom and dad are going out to dinner and they're going to leave you home alone without a babysitter and you're so excited until you, Wait, what was that noise? <laughs> Is someone looking in the window? <laughs> home alone. It can be a hard thing, a difficult thing. We're going to look today as we think about God in this situation. Uh, we're going to think about a divine dilemma God is one who is home alone. You know, Dorothy's right. Uh, There's no place like home. And we'll start the message with this statement there is no place like God's home. God has a terrific home. Uh, uh, both the place and the being. It's a great thing to be at home with God. Uh, Paul was talking to uh, Timothy about leading a godly life, and he's describing about what it's like to be at home with God, peaceful, quiet life, godly, dignified. When God created Adam and Eve, he, he created them for good things, to have good fellowship and relationship with him. It was supposed to be a great relationship and experience there in the Garden of Eden. It was Paul's wish that everybody would have this home in God. It's not a bad thing. It's it's a good thing. Listen to this description. This is from Revelation 21. It says, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. For the former things have passed away. There's nothing like being at home with God. It is a good thing. It's what we're made for, it's what He wants us to experience. To be at home with Him now in a measure and and to be at home with Him without measure. And then a nice, you know, just kind of think about that. I'm at home with God. But then something comes up. I want to show you a little film clip from the movie Home Alone. You remember that? You know, everybody saw that. Let me show you a little film clip as we think about what's going on in our life. Watch this. I'll take the coats. Thank you. Fasten your seatbelts, please. The champagne, please. Yes. It's free, isn't it? Oh, yes. We made it. Can you believe it? <laughs> Hope we didn't forget anything. <laughs> What are you by doing t- out of costume? Now get back and get dressed. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I thought you were our Santa Claus. Your Santa Claus is intoxicated. Oh, no. Yes, it's disgraceful. How can you allow a man jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle. Stop that. What do you mean by drinking? You know it's not allowed. The man's cold. A man's got to do something to keep warm. I'll warn you. I ought to take this cane and And I them. ought to... Uh, somebody, Julian, get some black coffee. Black with a little cream. Mom? They were so caught up running, hurrying, getting to where they wanted to be. They were so excited. I think, weren't they going to Paris? And they were all caught up in that, that they left behind something that was very important to them, something very valuable. Here's the issue for us this morning God is home alone because we get distracted that's the story of our lives we're rushing we're hurrying we're flying off to here flying off to there we have our own agenda our own wants and desires and we can be in such a hurry that we get distracted from what really matters our God and the grace and the mercy and the life and the love that that he really wants us to have you know, we talk about being busy, you know, and, and people say, oh, I'm busy. And then uh, we, we make it sound like a complaint, but frankly, I believe we're bragging about it. I believe that we brag about our busyness as a way to highlight what it is that we're doing and who we are instead of our confidence in the one who has done things for us. And in the meantime, we're distracted. And we chase after here and we chase after there. And we miss that one thing that's most important. And here's the dilemma. As we've left God at home, God grieves being home alone. He doesn't like that. You know, he, he created us to be with Him. He doesn't want to be... Now, He's not afraid like that little boy. You know, He's not afraid or defenseless or, or He doesn't need anybody's help. But He's grieved. That his people have wandered away and are missing out what he wants them to have. Remember how Jesus prayed over Jerusalem? He said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. How often I would have gathered you together as a hen gathers her chicks, but you were not willing. God created the human race not not to push us around, but that we might enjoy him. God doesn't want to be our boss. He wants to bless us. God doesn't want to condemn us. He wants communion with us. And it grieves Him. It hurts Him. When you and I go chasing over hither and yon, distracted by all sorts of things, that's why it says, Paul wrote, he said, uh, this is true, uh, this is good, and it's pleasing in the sight of God who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God wants his house filled with you and me and others. Do you remember the story that Jesus told uh, the kingdom of God? He, in, in a lot of the stories he tells, he compares the kingdom of God to a party, to a gathering, and in one of the stories, there was this wedding, and, and the wedding feast wasn't filled up, and so it says the master... Now this is from Luke chapter 14. And the master said to the servant, go out into the highways and hedges and compel people to come in that my house may be filled. God wants you and me to enjoy being at home with Him and have His peace and His mercy and His strength and His power and His blessing. And He warns us against getting distracted and and hopping on that plane to someplace else. And here's the good news. You know, we talk about the gospel is good news. Here's the good news. The good news is that God provides the way home. I don't know if you remember in that movie, the mom and the dad were trying to do all that they could to get a flight back. You know, they'd messed up and they wanted to make things right, and so they were doing all that they could to to get back home. There isn't anything that you can do to do that. You don't have enough for, for what it would cost for that flight. But God has provided the way home. just didn't grieve God to have his house empty. It killed him. Jesus went the way of the cross, suffered and died to make a way for us back home. That we might be connected to God and restored to relationship with him. That's what Paul was writing when he was writing to Timothy. He says, For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom, as a payment. He was the ticket. He paid the Uber fee or the cab fee or the plane fee. He gave himself as a ransom for all. I want to put us all on guard about being distracted being caught up in what we're doing instead of what's been done for us. Jesus Christ came to save sinners. And in Him, and in Him alone, we have life, and we have it more abundantly. He invites you and me to come and be a part of His house. You know, they say home is where the heart is. So in our hearts with Him, we're at home right now, and there'll be a day when we're gonna be at home in a very visible way face to face. Find your home. In Jesus, Do you know what this is? You know what this is, don't you? You know what that is? It's a full house, yeah. A full house is a good thing, especially when that full house is God's house. And He wants you and me to be a part of it. Jesus said, let not your hearts be troubled. You know, don't be anxious, don't be worried, don't be frightened, don't be distracted, don't be dissuaded. Let your hearts not be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. He says, same thing. Jesus is God. He said, in my Father's house are many rooms. There's room for you. There's room for me. And there's room for us. You know know how that passage ends up, don't you? He said, uh, you know the way, to the place where I'm going. And Thomas says, well, no, we don't know how or we're going to find. And that's where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Be on guard against distraction, blasting off to someplace that's not really home. And look to God who has made that way home for you in Christ Jesus. One more thing. Paul was writing to Timothy as an apostle. Paul was doing all he could to go out and offer other people this free ride home. And he was raising up Timothy to do the same thing, to go out into his world and invite people back home. As we celebrate the home that we have in God, that's also our mission, to go out into the world and say to others, brother, sister, there's home in God's house for you too. Amen.